Happy birthday, everyone, and welcome to the Happy Birthday Podcast with your hosts, Jackie and Dan, the number one podcast on ApplePodcast.com, dedicated to the birthdays you know and love. So without further ado, take it away, Dan. Go shut it. Oof, I did not make my tea warm enough, but it's okay. We're going to move on and welcome to the Happy Birthday Podcast. I'm Dan, November 10th. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Jackie, October 12th. Hell yeah, dude. And I am Mr. Limita, September 20th. (laughs) Good to see everyone again. Good to see all our listeners again. We like to call him (laughs) producer Paul. He's... uh, not really a producer in the formal sense or technical sense, but no, I. <laughs> <laughs> he does something. He does I was something. trying to he think sure recently about what I contribute though. to the show, and you know what it is? I uh, I I derail. Yes. Yeah. That's what I do. All right. Stop with the funny conversation. It's time to do our. <laughs> yeah. Time to get serious about birthdays. Okay. No more okay. jokes. All right. I don't do jokes. All right. <laughs> I don't. I do rhymes and fairy tales. We do lists. Myths. Do you want to know something? I wanted to do rhyming so bad for this one, and I just couldn't get it done. Uh, what famous person has a birthday today? Can you just guess out of thin air? I'd like to call this a raw um, guess. Go ahead, Jack. I like that. Um, it's a phrase I coined. You know what's funny is earlier I came up with a really good raw guess because I always try and come up with them early, and yeah. dang it all, I forgot the guy. So yeah. I'm going to say Michelle Obama. Mm, no, 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 no. If if uh, it were Michelle Obama's birthday, I wouldn't be playing a silly guessing game. I would have announced it right at the top of the show. I would have taken my sure. hat off and my shirt and done a salute. Sure. And said I, North uh, Carolina. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, Jackie, but when you said I should have remembered the guy earlier, I think you had a little something on the ball because this is an oh, American sure. uh, man born on this day in 1955. Okay. Uh, yeah, 1955. Um, this guy is a comedy guy, and he's a okay. real, real silly comedy guy. Who are some of the okay. most silliest comedian men you can think of? Around oh, the gosh. 80s, 90s. He's still around today, but oh. uh, he doesn't really do. Well, that changes anymore. both my answers. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna say um, Pee Wee Herman. No, I wish it was. Okay. Uh. I want to say, in his own way, more annoying than Pee Wee Herman. Oh, who could that be? Um, you s- said he's like a, a TV guy. Sorry, I have. I'm yeah, like... you're. Are you experiencing some sort of <laughs> technical difficulties? For some reason, my short-term memory is not what it used to be right oh, now. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, um, gotcha, gotcha. I'll tell you this: he's been on several TV shows. Okay. He did a voice in a cartoon in the '90s. Well, it kind of sounded like this. Meatwad. Oh, that's not okay. that's not Meatwad. It's the original okay. Meatwad. Kind of a proto Meatwad. Kids show. He's a judge on America's Got Talent. Oh, I totally know. Um, Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel. Nice. Okay, so that was the Happy Birthday podcast. Once again, I'm Jackie, <laughs> November 10th, and we'll see y'all next year. Okay. Did I get it? You got it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That was one of your quickest gets in a while. I'm on this new I'm on this new medicine. <laughs> <laughs>
We've, we found one of the 15 people that you know. And I love that it was Howie Mandel. What oh, was America's that show? Bobby's World. Bobby's World. Briefcase. Yeah. Briefcase yeah. or no briefcase. I, especially since we had less yeah. time to write this week, I was uh-huh. considering doing a briefcase or no briefcase bit. <laughs> But I was like, how do we translate that to audio? And like, what yeah. props would I need to get? And it's like, well, Dan, yeah. you don't need to get any props, first of all. <laughs> and I was like, no, I need props. I need to like hold something in my hand and mm-hmm. choose one of the hands. Yeah. <laughs> I have her do that 20 times. That, did we, did we just talk about that show last week? <laughs> I don't, I don't think, think so. so. That's I, another th- one of those shows. I never understood. I don't that show. know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. It, kind Dude, of. But a, you guys don't either, is what you're saying. I don't either. I never really watched it, but I've seen it. Are I've you talking Deal or No Deal? Deal or No Deal? Yeah, yeah I really don't get no it. Briefcase. Yeah, I get it. What do you it, get about it? He says, "Do you want to take the deal or no?" And you say, "What's the either deal? deal or no deal?" It's just a deal. It's like it's, how much money is in the briefcase. And there's no money in the briefcase. It's just a sign. (laughs) It's just just a piece of paper. You can redeem those signs at any bank. Yes, exactly. Thank you. (laughs) I still don't know. Honestly, I honestly don't. And I'm sorry. I'm I'm on your side with this one. I'm not fighting you. In preparing this segment, I was reading the Wikipedia article about (laughs) Deal or No Deal. And I read the description of how how the game is played. And I still don't get it. Yeah. (laughs) Can they lose money? Is it gambling? I think you can lose what you had already acquired, yes. Okay, well, it's not really gambling, then. No. It's a gamble. It's gambling, like, but when it's your birthday and the casino gives you a free $20. We do a segment yeah, every episode to... of this radio show called The Birthday Bio of Howie Mandel, and I'm your host, Dan, here to tell you all about it. Here we go. Okay. Howie Mandel, Howie Mandel, Howie Mandel, oh, how we love our Howie Mandel. Mm-hmm. Born on this day in 1955, a quick scroll through this jolly good fellow's Wikipedia page reveals an array of fun facts that are almost as fun as the funny man himself. Did you know that in his early stand-up days, he would pull a latex glove over his head and blow it up with his nose? Ew. And hey, did you know that in 1980, Mr. Mandel married a woman named Terry Soil? It's <laughs> true. And how's this for a fun fact? Did you know that while guest hosting live with Regis and Kelly, the famously obsessive compulsive germaphobe Howie had his hand forcibly shaken by the one and only Rob Schneider? Ooh, I like that factoid. I do too. I want to see the clip of that if it's on YouTube at all. You know what else is fun? In my Wikipedia research, I learned that just a few months ago, Howie Mandel began hosting a game show on Netflix called Bullshit the Game Show. Oh, but hey, you know me. I'm a 90s kid. I mean, I was born in the 80s, but I was born in 1988. So I don't really, I remember, I grew up in the 90s, right? Like that's, that's you, you know what I meant though, right? Yeah. Hold on a second, where was I? Oh. Hey, you know me, I'm a 90s kid. So do you know where I knew Howie Mandel from? That's right, the animated series Bobby's World, which ran on the Fox Kids Network from 1990 to 1998, created by and starring today's JGF in the titular role. Mm. Bobby Jenrick is a cloying little four-year-old scamp with an overactive imagination, growing up with his dad, Howard, his mom, Martha, his sister, Kelly, his brother, Derek, his uncle, Ted. Oh, the whole gang. We love Bobby's World, and 
we liked watching it. I did watch it. I don't know if you did. Yeah, I did a bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was their last name? Uh, generic, but it's spelled generic. It wasn't. No. Gen- it wasn't pronounced generic. No, but I remember that was a gag in the show. People would say mm. generic, and they'd be like, "Oh, it's generic." Oh, I love that. I don't remember that. But let's take Bobby's world out of the '90s and into the context of present-day Howie Mandel. You know, the Howie Mandel who hosts bullshit the game show. Jackie. Yeah. You may have thought you were all done guessing. But, bitch, you're just getting started. We're going to do a brand new segment here on the show called Bobby Bullshit or No Bobby Bullshit. Nice. Okay. I'm ready. So I went through the Bobby's World episode guide on Wikipedia and copied and pasted a few episode titles and descriptions. But, Mm -hmm. or have I? Okay. I have. But maybe not all are as what they seem to be. So maybe some of these are really episodes. Maybe some of them I made up. I get it. So some of them might be, in the words of Sir Howard Mandel, bullshit. Okay. So I'll give you the title and the synopsis, um, and you say if it's Bobby bullshit or no Bobby bullshit. Okay. (laughs) That was hard to enunciate. No Bobby bullshit. There we go. Okay. Start at the beginning here. Season one, episode one, The Visit to Aunt Ruth's. Bobby doesn't want to visit Aunt Ruth's house. He thinks he'll be bored and that she stinks. (laughs) <laughs> However, Bobby finds that being with his Aunt Ruth is actually fun, and he begins to look forward to going to Aunt Ruth's again. I'm going to say Bobby bullshit. I am sorry. No Bobby bullshit. <laughs> that is word for word. Okay. <laughs> wow. All Wikipedia right. Okay. episode she guide. She stinks? <laughs> Remember that this is something that anyone can edit, and I'm not sure how <laughs> how well moderated the Bobby's World episode guide is. So okay, fair. Keep that in mind. A few a few <laughs> okay. more of these. So uh, you're o for o for one right now. Season five, episode eight, Mrs. Noogie Fire. Uncle Ted dresses up as an elderly nanny to prove he can take care of the kids. No Bobby bullshit. No Bobby bullshit. That is an actual episode probably available on DVD at any store you go to. Season 3, episode 11, Bobby's Girl. It's Valentine's Day, and Bobby realizes he might like his friend, Jackie. (laughs) Oh. Uh, I'm going to say no Bobby bullshit. No Bobby bullshit. That's the real deal. And I was going to say, I bet you watched that as a kid, and you were like, ooh, he likes me. To be honest, I really don't remember any specific episodes. Okay, so let's see. Is this bullshit or not, Bobby? (laughs) Bobo bullshit. Bobo's world. So the options are bullshit or not, Bobby. Yes. (laughs) No, Bobby. (laughs) All right. Okay, so is this copied straight from Wikipedia or not? Season four, episode one, The Hero. When a missing baby is recovered in the generic's backyard, Bobby is mistaken for a hero and showered with accolade and presents because the baby was holding Bobby's new shoes that Bobby ruined. Bobby's conscious in the form of Captain Squash says that Bobby <laughs> must clear the air, but Bobby is also hounded by his temptation in the form of a sleazy Hollywood agent who says being the center of attention is the key to a happy childhood. After telling the truth, things are okay. When his mom mentions about going to Ponyland, Bobby hopes he gets rewarded for ruining new pair of shoes next time. <laughs> um, I'm going to <laughs> say. <laughs> Are you done? 
Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say that that, th- that was directly copied from Wikipedia. Yes. I think that's okay. <laughs> so that is no Bobo bullshit. I would say no Bobby bullshit. Yeah, that okay. is the real deal. All right. Um, well, thank you to whoever has been putting in this effort because I am amazed. That so is the, that's the most well-tended to episode description. <laughs> okay. We got a few more here. You're doing, all right. you're doing okay. I think you've okay. got them all but one so far. Yeah. Season four, episode eight, Psycho Bobby. Bobby tries to create a statue of his mom for her birthday and comes across as acting very odd from everyone else's point of view. (laughs) True. (laughs) Paul got it. Paul with the steel. That is no Bobby bullshit. (laughs) I can't wait to listen to this episode so I can hear that back because I had... I have no idea. That was what Bobby you just tries said. to create a statue of his mom for her birthday and comes across as acting very odd from everyone else's point of view. The episode is called Psycho Bobby. <laughs> That's fucked. And up. I will All say, right. I was really disturbed by that one. And the episode is on YouTube, and it was not as weird as I thought. Okay, I would like the link to that, please. Okay, season okay. six, episode eight. Time after time, Bobby learns the concept of time. <laughs> uh. Wow, I'm going to say no, Bobby No, bullshit. Bobby bullshit. All right. This is Season great. Six. I love this. We only got a couple more here. I know. Season six, episode 11, the importance of being earnest. Bobby wants desperately to read Kelly's diary, but he can't read. <laughs> Sensing a trend, I'm going to say no, Bobby bullshit. No, Bobby bullshit. Maybe there's a hmm. trend. Maybe there's not. Let's see here. See, yeah. Season seven, episode seven, lucky number seven, cruising Bobby. The family goes on a cruise, and Bobby learns a lesson about practical jokes. Ooh. I'm going to say no, Bobby bullshit. No, Bobby bullshit. Sounds like a fun one. Okay, one more to test your expertise here. All right. Season 7, which is the final season, episode 10, Bobby's final exit. As Bobby's parents' marriage is falling apart, his dad, Howard, moves out and joins the Heaven's Gate cult. (laughs) Bobby visits his dad for the weekend, but even a boy with active as an imagination as his isn't so sure about these guys. As the Hale-Bopp comet passes over Earth, the cult members commit mass suicide, while Bobby hides in a closet and is the sole survivor. You know, I'm going to call bullshit. Oh, you got nothing that gets past you. Once you got warmed up, you had that first one, a little bit of a curveball. You were like, oh, it has the word stinks in it. That sounds like Dan's humor. Yes. But no, you got it. You had that last yeah. one. Totally my imagination. Interesting. And yeah. Ended up to me having some fun reading the uh, um, Heaven's Gate Wikipedia article, too. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, shout out, Bobby. What'd you <laughs> learn on the Heaven's Gate uh, Wikipedia page? Tell me. Uh, you know, not not much that I didn't know already. And yeah. as I started to go deeper, I was like, I have too much other stuff to do. I need to close Marshall's kind of an interesting character, though. I did yeah, that I all day about, today. Yeah, yeah. I looked at every Wikipedia page for all my JGFs. And then five hours had passed, and yep. I was like, I know a lot more than I did this morning. Yeah. <laughs> You've been high all day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, o- I only got high right before the show. Um, so. I, something that stood out in the Heaven's Gate article was um, I hadn't really thought about the reality of all those people being found because it was like 40 people in some rented house. Mm. So eventually there was like a well-being check on them. Mm-hmm. And a lone police officer showed up, and it was in California. It was hot out, and they'd been there for several days. And Oof. he said the the he opened the door and the smell almost like knocked him out. I was like, yeah, that's, that's gross. So that's what I learned. And shout cool. out, I didn't know that Howard Mandel and all the Happy Bobby's birthday, World gang. Dude. I think that we're probably going to be seeing a reboot of Bobby's World very yeah. soon. Coming to Redbox. Who's Box. the mom? 
Uh, Bobby's mom. Her name is Martha. Who did her? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to look into that. Okay. (laughs) Say Bobby's dad. (laughs) Send us to a break, Jackie. All right. Well, we'll be right back. (laughs) Life isn't easy. And our sponsor, BetterHelp, knows that managing your mental health is one of the most difficult parts of life. But facing those painful emotions buried inside can be just as painful as the emotions themselves. That's why I couldn't be more excited to tell you about BetterHelp's new online counseling system, Midwest Emotional Avoidance Therapy, or MEET. Meet Therapy matches you with one of our expert untrained therapists who come from generations of emotionally repressed Midwestern men. These one-of-a-kind counselors are available 24-7 anytime you need a reminder to keep your problems to yourself. I just, I've been struggling a lot lately with unresolved stuff with my father and it's like, it's really traumatic. Yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. Can't really do nothing about it. So, uh, you know, hey, the game's on in 10 minutes. Uh, you want a beer? Yeah. Yeah, I do want a beer. You deserve to experience that gratifying feeling you get from telling people I'm in therapy without all the messy emotional labor. Sign up for BetterHelp's Meet Therapy today and put your problems in their place. And you're still listening to the Happy Birthday Podcast. I don't know what else you think it would be. What we're going to do is just keep on doing what we do best, which is making you laugh and making you think. (laughs) Okay. Um, Not you, the listeners. Yeah, Jackie. It is the birthday of someone else. Howie (laughs) Mandel. No, no. It is. Another person. Another celebrity, actually. Shout out. Uh, Howie Mandel was recently on Bill Maher's podcast, Club Random. I want to check that out. It looks pretty cool. Are you being for real? Because I kind of want a new podcast to listen to. Don't listen to the Bill Maher. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I was listening to Bill Maher the other day. When did everyone get so woke now? Oh, he's one of those guys? Hang on. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. I was listening to Bill Maher the other day, and I was thinking, like, this guy brags about smoking weed and all this other stuff. Like, he's... He's pretty out there, you know? Maybe they should start calling this guy Bill Mars. Because, <laughs> yeah, he's out of this it's world. Far away. He's out of this. <laughs> some of his ideas are out of this world. Uh, I'm going to. Did I get a guess in yet? I'm going to guess that nope. today is the, the ber- birthday Jerry of. Seinfeld. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I'm going to sing it's birthday of Jason Alexander. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. That is not the correct answer. Oh, I'm so sad. Okay, well, this is a woman. She was born in 1976. Younger than a lot of the people we talk about. Not not that young, but younger than some of the people we She's talk about. a lot older than I thought she was, actually. So you're saying she looks freaking good. She looks good, yeah. Gretchen Whitmer. Um, this is an American actress. Mm. <clears throat> Shout out Gretchen Whitmer. And Tudor Dixon as well. Both, both of them. You don't even go here, first of all. <laughs> I know. Go ahead. More clues. Oh, more? Um, <laughs> I mean, she's... actress. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. What's she on? What's she? What's TV? She's movies? from movies. Her breakout role was in 2000, I believe. 
on the big screen. Okay, like comedy movies, Action. comedy, everything in between, parody, comedy parody. Oh, on a Ferris. Wow, you are correct. Wow, <laughs> we both. Wait, is really, it Anna? R- really quickly guessed a couple of mediocre comedy talents. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Anna, but I think it's oh, Anna. Don't. I've only ever heard Anna Ferris. I thought it was Anna Ferris. I'm gonna say Anna, but girl, okay. I know you're listening. Text yeah. me and tell me how to say it. We should have her on sometime. That reminds me, I, I'm not doing this to, to derail, but I I gotta mm-hmm. find it. I recently saw some some Jeopardy <clears throat> clip that was going around, an older one from the Alex Trebek era. And uh-huh. I think Alex Trebek just like had beef with this contestant for whatever reason. And yeah. the guy answered, he just mispronounced a name like that. And he was like, oh, no, sorry, it's Anna. It's like, you what? motherfucker. Like, you know. Wait, and they, they didn't really let that slide, did they? They did, yeah. What? I got to find the clip. Listeners, please, if anyone knows what I'm talking about, I really want to see it again. There's no way. I mean, who's going to challenge Trebek on that? R.I.P. Yeah. So that's right. The house bunny herself, Anna Ferris. The birthday girl is adored for her breakout role as Cindy Campbell in the Wayans Brothers horror parody film franchise. Scary movie. Scary movie. That is right. With five films in the trilogy, the Scary Movie Collection has parodied just about every horror film and features an equally large amount of talent, the likes of Lindsay Lohan. Charlie Sheen, Snoop Dogg, and even the king of parody himself, Al Yankovic, Leslie Nielsen. Ferris starred in many- It also starred the uh, fellow from uh, who works at the Taco Bell. What? uh, He puts his hand in the cake. Sure. Ferris starred in many other roles throughout her career and even hosts her own podcast, Unqualified, where she interviews celebrities and experts and together they give unqualified life advice to her listeners. It's probably not as good as ours. But what's next for today's hardworking, funny girl, JGF, Anna Ferris? Well, here at HBD Studios, we have a little insight into this inquiry thanks to a helpful machine called Google.com. According to Google, Anna Ferris is once again working with the Wayans Brothers to dive back into the world of parody. No, we're not talking about Scary Movie 6, we're talking Scary Movie 911. That's right, the Wayans crew decided to bring back parody movies with one of the most divisive comedy subjects of our generation. The slated 2024 release of the film will mark 23 years since the September 11th terrorist attack in New York City. Says Wayans' brother Marlon, in order for parody to be observed and perceived, the audience must be completely aware of what event is being parodied. With today's endless streams of media memes and 10-second bits, it's really a no-brainer. We do the one event we all promise to never forget. Public criticism is widely on the side of opposition, stating that it's too soon, it's not funny, and it's never going to work. Feedback from early test screenings reported the following. The film begins at a college dorm party the night of September 10th in 2001. The main characters, Anna Ferris's Cindy and Regina Hall's Brenda, are both interning separately at the Pentagon and the World Trade Center starting the next morning. So they party it up all night long. At work the next day, they disregard their duties and begin sneaking around the buildings, finding classified documents, evidence of tax fraud, and edited logbooks from the U.S. Treasury. 
As the duo texts each other back and forth about their findings, they're completely unaware of the ghost-faced men closely following their every move. The film goes on to parody not only horror and suspense movies, but also true crime, true crime television, such as Law & Order SVU with a cameo from Mariska Hargitay. Nice. And our millennial buffsters will be totally gagged by Buffy star Eliza Dushku's role as U.S. Senate President Al Gore. You're obsessed with her. <laughs> the crew lead a crazy adventure from tower to tower as they, spoiler alert, narrowly escape the catastrophe by taking on an early lunch break to get the new Mariah Carey CD from Sam Goody. JGF Anna Ferris is taking the backlash in stride, saying she truly believes this will be the funniest movie of all time. And I, for one, can't wait to see it. Happy birthday and best of luck with your new movie, Anna Ferris. Yes, happy birthday, Anna Ferris. Thank you for bringing well, her back to the forefront of our minds, Jackie. She's a great talent. She's been completely forgotten by everybody, but I don't think that's fair. I think really? that she's going to come. Well, I remembered who she was, but I was like, oh, yeah, her. Wow. Okay. She's like, she's so like 2009, right? We have new well, comedy uh, heroes these days. Audrey Plaza, Amy Schumer. Yeah. Uh, what's her, uh, Nanette, what's her name? Anna Gatsby. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, it sounds funny to me. I know Anna that all Gatsby, the- Anna Gatsby. I, I know said. all, I heard you and I said thank you. I Jackie all, said what? I know that all the people now are going to say, you can't joke about this, you can't joke about that. But listen, folks, I'm going to go see the 9-11 movie, Okay. Okay. The Happy Birthday Podcast is brought to you by We'll Be Right Back in a Little Bit. We're going to have a very special <laughs> guest when we come back. When we come back, you're going to want to hear this conversation. It's good radio. It's good, yeah. clean fun. And it's also cool. All right. Do the stresses of everyday life bring you to a breaking point? Is the monotonous, tedious, long-suffering of the banality of your schedule making you want to unalive yourself? Well, step outside the Matrix and into the Nagani Dontone Virtual Reality Arcade. Our state-of-the-art VR headsets are disinfected between uses. Immerse yourself in hours of play with our most popular virtual reality games like Dragon Wars, Space Abduction, Tall Boyfriend Shopping Trip, and Archery. Take respite from the Sunday Scaries with our half-off Sunday special, where you can take 50% off all gameplay for select titles such as Solo Parisian Night Walking, an outdoor survival course narrated by Chevy Chase. If you can't stand it any longer, take a step away and face reality in a new way at the Nagani Downtown Virtual Reality Arcade on Main. Mention this ad for one free virtual reality happy birthday sing-along with love and family and father. Welcome back to the Happy Birthday Podcast. This is the segment we do every week called the Wild Card Segment. We don't talk about birthdays for a little bit. And we talk about whatever we want, frankly. So, so sometimes we'll talk about deaths, sometimes events that happened on this day, which is the uh, 29th of November. And in the studio with us right here in Marquette, Michigan, uh, <laughs> we've got we've got Jane. 
Hey, Jane. Hello, hello. How is how is everyone? So good. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. So good. Paul looks a little <laughs> sleepy, but I'm good. I'm, I'm wide awake. Why are you just okay, Dan? Eh. <laughs> Why no, can't wow. get into it? No, I don't. We'll, we'll we'll save it for later. But it's just okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want you to know that, and then not. <laughs> oh no! Don't worry about me. <laughs> well, Jane, I got some good news for you. We're gonna we're gonna tell you some facts about yourself that maybe you didn't even know, and we're also gonna uh, give you the chance to win a bunch of stuff that we'll mail you. Um, former prizes have been iPods, gold, um, guns, chainmail, and yeah. uh, mm. semi-automatic handgun. <laughs> Oh wow! So much, so much good, uh, good prizes there. Yeah, everyone, yeah. Everyone, everyone could use one of those. So. Yes, Absolutely. exactly. And all you got to do to win the gold is you just have to guess correctly, probably who died on this day. But before we get into all that, let's get to know you a little bit by um, t- uh, showing you what the Garfield strip was like on the day you were born. <laughs> oh boy, I'm excited. <laughs> so a lot of people a lot of people are saying that this is the best like the you know like horoscopes whatever sure the strip search is it's really where it's at yeah yeah so would you like me to give you my birthday then <laughs> uh yes please yeah. I was gonna ask if you're comfortable right. disclosing that yeah that's fine um okay. february 3rd 1993 oh okay uh just give me a second i'm gonna do a quick screen share and the Garfield strip published the very day you were born. Explain, explain to the listeners what we're looking at right now, Jane. So John's house is a wreck. Um, yeah, looks far more disheveled than it usually does. Yeah, he's got holes in his walls, and <laughs> he's cleaning. And he tells Garfield, "You get the house filthy, and I clean it." And then he repeats himself. <laughs> Again, you get the house filthy, and I yes, clean it. Does. And uh, the last uh, panel, Garfield smiles and says, "Ah, the delicate balance of nature." You know, in this strip, I don't. It's it once again highlights that John has a very odd relationship with Garfield, yeah. because I don't. You know, cats normally don't clean the house, anyways. <laughs> so he seems to expect. That Garfield should be helping him out here. Yeah. Um, Cats also don't typically leave banana peels and apple. <laughs> I was going to say, so yeah, some of the mm-hmm. refuse on the floor is a banana peel and an apple. So, um, and also John repeating, "You get the house filthy and I clean it" as a sort of mantra. Yeah. It just doesn't seem seems very similar to Jack Nicholson in The Shining. There, mm-hmm. I think yeah. he's think he's very close to losing it. <laughs> I was going to say, it looks like there's a some pubic hair on the floor as well. <laughs> yeah, was like, that, that was probably the most concerning part of this strip. <laughs> so why won't the damn cat sweep up my pubes? <laughs> uh, wow. So Jane, I've... would you say that this relates to your life? Yeah, um, especially, I mean, I'm looking at my room right now and I definitely could clean it. Uh, <laughs> so, looks good to me. Uh, feels um yeah well you're only seeing a very small percentage of it (laughs) true or false you have an apple core on your floor right now i do not have an apple core on my floor right now thank you strike one all right (laughs) that is a 
funny thing. I want to do that sometime in my house, just eat an apple and be like, ah! <laughs> it's not that yeah. hard to throw it in the trash. No, dude, it's all... You, do you ever eat, uh, like, fruit while you're driving? No. Mm-mm. Right out the window with the husk. It's awesome. I do that, yeah. yeah it's, it, I don't even it, think it's illegal. It decomposes. You it know? decomposes. Yeah. You can throw whatever you want. I, I'd throw chicken bones out my window when I'm driving. <laughs> Yeah, as as you know, I'm I'm assuming most people, you know, I I know I'm guilty of this. Just let the trash pile up in your car until yes. Yes. a certain period of time when you have to get rid of it all. Yeah, when someone can't physically fit in the passenger seat, yeah. that's usually I have sat in your passenger seat on piles of trash. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to hear it. Like, <laughs> My car has its own issues. Sure. Jane, have you ever have you ever sat in the parking lot of a Walmart or any kind of grocery store and eaten an entire broaster chicken? No, um, I can't say that I've done that. I have <laughs> I have um gone into the grocery store and you know, sometimes they got delis and I'll get like the two chicken strip meal or something and if I don't yeah. feel like waiting to go home to eat it i'll just eat it in my car in the parking lot or something but uh that's acceptable that's yeah, different that's, than deep cool. you know taking the meat off a carcass and just <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you could but then you get to throw the bones out the window sure. and the people in the parking lot can't even say anything to you because it decomposes because mm-hmm. it's right organic. well and well and if they get out of their car to try then you can just drive off really fast <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> um Gosh, what was I gonna say? Have you ever? Yeah, what do you got, Dan? Well, <laughs> I don't know. I had a bunch <laughs> of things, and they're all they're all gone. But that's okay. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. One one thing I do want to touch back on with that we don't have to stay on this topic for too long, but the whole Garfield John dynamic um, mm-hmm. brings me to. Uh, I'd like to say that I'm became aware of of Jane from Twitter, Twitter.com. Is that yeah. right? And yeah, Twitter. <laughs> Shouts out Social Twitter. Social media website. Yes. Right, yeah, Jane, you're. You didn't tell me you were online. <laughs> yeah, no, um, you know, I he just kind of pulled me out of the phone book, and that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's my last is. name was right. Well, it was in the A's, so I was like, well, right, Altoids. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm glad one. that still yeah. that still works. Yeah. It's a good system. Um, but I believe there was a recent tweet you had to the effect of that that John gives Garfield beer. Oh my God! Yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah, I think I just tweeted that like right before I went to bed or something. I don't it know seemed like one was, of those. Yeah, I don't know what 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 was going through my head, but it, it it was just like yeah, John seemed like he was kind of would be the kind of guy who just like gave Garfield beer. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. So I, I know it seemed like it was kind of a throwaway thought, but there was something about it. I was thinking about it all night. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it just like I feel like this strip in particular just once again highlights John's very fragile mental state. Yeah. He probably um, gives Garfield beer and then gets mad at him for being drunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dan, you said just off the cuff, you you just said that it was something you were thinking about all night, and I completely believe you. You were genuinely <laughs> yes, thinking that about that not, all night long. That was not hyperbolic flattery. I really was like trying to get it out of my head, and I was like, oh, yeah, No, I don't yeah. want to picture John giving Garfield <laughs> beer anymore. Please, please. Let him lick it out of his dish. <laughs> oh no! And then I was thinking, like, no wonder he hates Mondays. He's hung over every morning, and he's all yeah. lazy and volatile. I was like, this makes sense. <laughs> that does make sense. It really then, adds up. 
yeah. think about it for, for a second. Yeah, and I, I did. But here's something else to think about for one, maybe two seconds. We're going to revisit this birthday topic just one more time and take a look at a really huge book. I can barely lift it up. It's called The Secret Language of Birthdays. Uh, this is written yeah. by Gary Goldschneider and uh, Juiced Elfers, I believe it's pronounced. Yeah, my, my roommate's a big fan of that book. Nice. All right. Well, if I were your roommate, you could say the same thing. <laughs> so, but I've already got a place to live. That's all taken care of. So don't wait. Uh, does that mean that your your roommate has already, uh, as we say, juiced you? <laughs> yeah. Have you? I, no idea what that means. <laughs> so has your roommate sat you down and read a passage from? Oh that no, 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 no. I haven't. No, he he has not done Thank that. Thank God. <laughs> Because that's our only bit, so. Yeah, that's really all we've got. <laughs> We're yeah, waiting for a guest to be like, eh, I've done that already. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I I just, he's just mentioned the book in passing. That's okay. <laughs> okay, well, let's take a more than passing. And Josh, when you ask, when you use the word juiced, like the name of the author, you might want to clarify a little more what you're talking about. <laughs> No, I just it. thought it could, but you just I said the name. I, I guess we've said it so many times that in my I'm head. Saying. It's just that that's just a right. word. I don't mean to just that caller. Okay. Well, February third is the day of exacting realism. I don't quite know what is meant by that's that. Fun. I like but, that. But oh my gosh, there's so much the print here. It's very small font. It's very uh, flowery language. I can't read the whole thing. I just can't. But aha, uh-huh, hark. I see in the corner of the page a short list of strengths and weaknesses for those born on this day. Mm. Your strengths for those born on February 3. You are technical, detailed, and perfectionist. Ooh, I like those. I don't know if I'm any of those, to be honest. (laughs) Dang. (laughs) Your weaknesses are going to be like... Yeah. <laughs> Defensive, argumentative. <laughs> I mean, I don't know you at all, but I was looking at that. I was like, I don't know if anyone that would agree to do this podcast is going to have those qualities. <laughs> I can, I can assure you, um, I am not a perfectionist, okay. and I would, I would say that I am too disorganized to be detailed. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really interesting. Usually, people are like, yeah, that kind of. A- you know that describes me, but you're just like no. I just, I, I just like you know anybody that knows me. I think if you said those two things, would probably be like no. I love that. <laughs> wow, I can't wait to see where these weaknesses lead. Um. Okay, and perfectionism. I gotta say, not necessarily a strength. Oh, but these yeah. sure aren't strengths. These are weaknesses, and they're not good. They're not good. So see, see how you feel oh, about on. these. I'm just no. preparing <laughs> emotionally. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, Sometimes they're actually pretty good. We've all right, well, a handful of them that are not. Be the judge, judge, jury, and executioner of these weaknesses because you are unreliable. It's not me saying this. Emotionally difficult and ooh, self-indulgent. Oh my! You know, <laughs> those I can't really disagree. With. <laughs> I feel like I feel like anybody who like tweets as much as I do. Yeah. Has to be a little bit self-indulgent. You know? Sure. <laughs> yeah. But it's not wrong to indulge oneself, right? Yeah, I don't think that's a weakness at all. That yeah. makes me feel like you're just having a little piece of chocolate, a little glass of wine, tweeting a couple tweets. <laughs> it's self-care. 
Sure. Yeah, it's some. It's definitely self-involved. I will say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. How about winning? Uh, winning some stuff, some all sorts of presents. Sure. Yeah, I, let's get I love that. prizes. All right. Um, what is your address? Uh, no. Apartment number. I, I I I can write them down for you in a private okay. message, okay. not over the air. Okay, Wait. a little weird, right. but all right, that's fine. <laughs> so we're like I I kind of hinted to or uh, just said earlier, we're going to be doing deaths, people who died on this day, uh, several different years, um, couple easy ones, couple hard ones, but. Um, I don't. I don't even know what the prizes are going to be yet. That's how good they are. So, um, <laughs> strap in and let us begin. This uh, this gentleman passed away on this day, November 29th in 2011. He was an American comedian and actor. He was known for his stand-up comedy career and his regular guest appearances on the talk show Tough Crowd with Colin Quinn. I know one of Dan's personal favorite shows and <laughs> radio show opening and uh opening and Anthony. Oh, god damn it. Oprah and Anthony. And Oprah and Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> and um it doesn't list this in the first column but also starred uh in a show called Shorties Watching Shorties. Hmm. Jesus Christ. Um <laughs> I, I was going to guess Robin Williams at first, uh, but the Colin Quinn stuff, and the, that's that's too specific to be him. Yeah. I fucking have no idea. His <laughs> middle name was, well, two middle names, actually, which is kind of cool. Uh, Lamumba Malcolm. So if that changes things. Doesn't. Um, uh, his big special was called Elephant in the Room, which um, he's a bigger guy oh is it ralphie may no but kind of a a similar sized person more of a misogynist i think right yeah yeah much funnier i'd say of all of the like the big comedians uh oh my god i think this guy's probably the funniest If you give up, that's okay too. I give up. Patrice O'Neill. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's not. You, you should have said that he wrote for the WWF. I would have known it then. <laughs> oh, really? Did he do that? I learned yeah, that no, recently. Yeah, he did. Actually, he did for yeah. a very short period of time. But that's uh, that's like that's like the one like weird fact about him that like would have got it for me. <laughs> I genuinely like. I didn't know that. when I said the shorties watching shorties thing. I was debating saying that because I'm like, oh. Everyone's going to know exactly who I'm talking about if I mention shorties watching shorties. Of course, have people you, remember that show. Yeah, have you seen that show before, Jane? I no. Is that the animated that one? Yeah, yeah. It was a, we won't stay on this topic for too long, but it was a... Oh, we can. It was an animated stand-up comedy show on Comedy mm-hmm. Central, where I think Jim Norton and Patrice O'Neill were animated as babies watching other animated clips of stand-up <laughs> That's comedy. That's right. Yep, and Patrice was something yeah, about he, it. They me were and Josh, it has it has stuck with us for since it was on, and I thought it ran for years. Apparently, it was on for like two months. <laughs> yeah, no, I um, 
Never heard of that show. Um, I guess I should have known from the Obi and Anthony thing, though, because he yeah, a lot yeah. of his bits come from there. But I mean, you know, it was no "That's My Bush" or what was that show called? That was, oh, Lil Bush. They had a two. Yeah, isn't that the Iggy Pop was in that show? I think <laughs> I don't know who he did the voice. I think he may have voiced Donald Rumsfeld or something. <laughs> oh, that rocks. Well, rest in peace, Donald Rumsfeld. Let's move on to our next question. Did he die on November 29th too? <laughs> Um, I don't know about the ratings for this little Bush show. Oh, don't worry. We're bringing in the big guns for Rumsfeld. This is going to put asses in seats. Not icky. (laughs) Anyway, Uh, rolling along. Okay. So this next guy, big world famous rock star. He um, he's very, very old. uh, Well, no, he's passed. Um, let me hop on his Wikipedia here. Um, he was a guitar player. Uh, he's Englishman, uh, singer songwriter. He achieved international fame as the lead guitarist for blank, uh, sometimes <laughs> called the quiet one. Uh, he oh. embraced Indian culture. George so, Harrison. Yep. Nice. You got it. Yeah. So you won the hundred dollar bill. <laughs> No, I Jack. want $100. Yay. Jackie, can we see the $100 bill, please? No, there's, oh. I'm sorry. There's, there's no, there's no bills. And can you pull up a picture of George Harrison in The Love Guru, please, as well? Was he in The Love Guru? No. No, The Love Guru came out like years after he died. <laughs> oh, you're kidding. I, I, I don't know about that. No, we'll I that think what you're confusing it is in pre-production, George Harrison was planned on playing the Mike Myers role. Sure. Okay. Wait, we're, no, no way. I'm sorry. That's true. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, the funny thing about that though is that like one of like like I think the very last letter that George Harrison sent out before he died was to Mike Myers asking for like like an Austin Powers toy or something. I've heard <laughs> that. I've heard that. Yes, what? I'm a. I love I'm, that. I'm, I'm a Beatles head, and that fact has somehow crossed my path before. And that's well, well that's why I thought, like, oh, maybe that maybe there is some, maybe, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, fair, fair. That's funny to think, like, I'm sure this was some sort of mass produced item, and he's just like, because when's the last time he would like went to a store? He's like, where do I get one of these? I guess I gotta write the star of the movie, <laughs> <laughs> sitting at his desk with like a quill pen. <laughs> All right. So you got that one. You won the hundred bucks. That's good. This next one, I'm going to throw you for a little loop here, and I apologize. This is a Finnish gentleman. Um, uh, are the three? Are we? We three all Finnish? Jackie, yes. are you Finnish at all? Oh yeah. So we're all, we're all very Finnish people. So this um, this this is more for us, I guess. <laughs> well, we're Americans too. Well, yeah, we're By born default, in America. Yeah. Second generation, third generation. <laughs> I am not. Uh, this guy was a Finnish artistic gymnast. Uh, mm. He competed in five consecutive Olympics from 1928 to 1952 and won at least one medal in each of them. Okay. Who do you think I'm talking about, Jane? Well, you know, I'm a big expert on 1920s Finnish <laughs> gymnasts. So it's definitely, you know, there's, there's so many to choose from. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I and this is kind of this would be the top of you know if you got all of them in a room, this is the one that's going to stand out kind of as your star. <laughs> he uh, won a bronze on pommel horse, 
Oh, okay. Uh, which I, I the reason I the reason I picked I think this they one made that is event because illegal I saw after all. <laughs> I saw Pommel Horse, and that's why I picked this one because yeah. I thought he did horse gymnastics, which is I thought it was cool, and then I thought maybe I'd find out what horse gymnastics are. But a pommel horse is not an actual horse. It's just, it's like a. It's um, that brown thing where you hold the, like, you do like spinnies around it or something. You got, yeah. So you guys knew that. I had no idea. <laughs> I didn't thought, know that. I, I thought he was, he was, the horse was doing gymnastics and he was riding it. <laughs> well, that would be a lot cooler, I think, yeah. um, than just spinning around a brown bar but um <laughs> honestly i i don't know a single finnish gymnast i don't like well i'll tell you this in finnish uh his first name is uh it's the finnish word for snow <laughs> uh, if you have an uh, english to finnish it, dictionary you can pull that out real quick is his yeah. name is friedrich something probably. it's he- heike savalainen oh he- i like heike that savalainen yep yeah yeah i got a poster of him on my wall i should have <laughs> done that all right jane let's let's do this final one here so what would you would you would you call yourself a bit of a music fan do you yeah like yeah no yeah I'm, i i love music and that's all you know i was reading bob dylan's book today where he's like going through every song that he's likes and explaining why it's I cool. want to read that book. That's the fun. philosophy of modern song. Yeah. <laughs> Is it his own songs that he enjoys? No, it's other, just other like people's? stuff that he likes, yeah. like mostly oh, songs cool. from like the forties and fifties, honestly, but there's a few other. He, like, does he talk about what he was into when he was doing like rap stuff? Like what? In- <laughs> you know, it's like, he'll like drop, like he drops like, very like you know obvious like references to like like jay-z and stuff like in in the things but it's most like i said it's mostly just like old country and like blues stuff and like early rock and roll stuff that he's talking about Hmm. in there well the good news is is this guy that we're talking about is definitely going to be someone bob dylan's probably familiar with then he was born in 1892 Um, died on this day in 1954. He was a Dixieland jazz pianist, uh, clarinetist, and drummer. Because back then you kind of had to do it all. Sure. Um, <laughs> Did you? <laughs> he was most likely born in New Orleans, although the date is disputed, and some sources have cited the birthplace as Biloxi, Mississippi. Mother's name was Hattie, unmarried, father's unknown. Uh, his elder brother was a double bassist, uh, Bill Manuel, or William Manuel Miranda. Bill Johnson. <laughs> oh. Yes. Is any Bill of that Manuel ringing a bell? Miranda. Jesus. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's sad that the, the era is likely gone forever where there are biographies of people where their birth date and place is just like not known. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, and like not like to yeah. not to historians, but like to the person themselves. They're like, I don't know, eighteen ninety one, ninety four. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> out in the country. Born. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was... is surprising because you'd think there'd be a little bit more documentation on someone who played the clarinet in Kid Ori Ori Rise Band. <laughs> Ooh, Sam. Kid Ori. Um, he made more recordings in the 1940s, mostly on piano, although uh, doing some one-man band recordings. Uh, 
He was uh, piano style was very influenced by Jelly Roll Martin, who's a guy. That's who I was gonna. That's who I was gonna guess. That's who you were gonna guess. Same, yeah. Well, yeah. well, then you're very close. Uh, is it? Um, God, what's his fucking name? One it's not Fats Waller, is it? No, but it's a. Well, it's. Does he have like a nickname name? It's a fun name. Okay. What? That's what I was gonna ask. If it's a nickname name. Stage yeah, it's name, a nickname yeah, name. Yeah. He wrote um he wrote uh the tune The Crooked Blues and Crooked Spelled with a K. Uh, and this was the days before oh, spell check. Also, bringing it all back, he died in Portland, Oregon. Oh which wow. Is where Dan lives. Spooky. Do we know where it? Dan was on the day that he died? Yeah. Well, <laughs> the heck, <laughs> listeners, I am tugging at my collar and making a a face. <laughs> um I don't know. All right. First name rhymes. Uh, rhymes. <laughs> First name rhymes with sink. Sink. Yeah. Uh, or, or drink. Clink. Bink. Got nothing. Uh, Dink. Dink Johnson. Oh, I, not, I don't know who that person is. Me either. That's Rest in for peace. Me, yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, Ollie. Dink Johnson. Mm. Dan, you know him. I do not know the name Dink Johnson. No, I know the body Spotify? part. But well, he was, he was the or Jelly Roll Morton was the common law husband of his half sister Bessie, also known as Anita Gonzalez. Well, there you go. Literally, in, I, I feel like I feel insane. like um, you know that sketch from I think you should leave with yes. uh, where Tim, Tim <laughs> Heidecker is yes. like you don't know the Colgate comedy. Ever? <laughs> that is my entire life. <laughs> well, yeah, I do have an odd knowledge of like early 20th century, whatever. I don't know. What was but his name? Dink what? Dink Johnson. Dink Johnson. Yeah, Johnson. play it in the in your microphone there, Jackie. Sorry, I think my I think my edibles just hit. I'm having a hard time. I told oh, yeah. you that butter was dangerous. Um, 2010. He's got an album out. So right. Dink Barber yeah. Barbershop yeah. Rag. Here we go. Can't hear Can you hear that? I hear nothing. Yeah, I think the <laughs> it's like audio is clipping on da, 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 da. It's about what I what I would expect. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, R.I.P. Dink. Yeah. May your uh, may your music live on forever. Actually, I'm it gonna, sounds like it does. Yeah, I'm gonna download that album. I like that. Well, Jane, you didn't win the gun, you didn't win the gold, but you won the hundred bucks. So that's great. News. Disclaimer. There's no money. Like you have to stop <laughs> yeah, telling people say that. that. <laughs> I know. I, I I assumed there was. Sure. You know. I was like, if I if I open up Venmo and there just happened to be a hundred dollars in there afterwards, you know, I'd be Listen, like, all right. You know, <laughs> I'm writing down every person I promise a prize to. I write it down, and when I'm able to, I'm going to come through on all of those promises. That's fair. Well, that's very noble. I appreciate it. <laughs> that is another thing people say about me. A lot of people say I'm a himbo, and other, a lot of people have been saying noble. also that I'm noble. Noble, yes. yeah. I have heard that the about noble you. noble himbo. <laughs> Usually at this point, I like to ask our guest, which is you, Jane, do you have a favorite birthday memory? Hmm. It could be think. your birthday. It could be someone else's birthday. Birthdays. It could be Dink Johnson's birthday. Dink <laughs> Johnson's birthday. I remember, I mean, this isn't a good memory, <laughs> but right. I do remember. Oh, even better. <laughs> Let's have it. I do remember, like, you know, 
a going over to a friend i use the quote quotes uh sleepover for his birthday when i was in fifth grade and just like i thought it was like gonna be like a thing where like we didn't have to bring gifts and then he got like and then he got so i didn't bring anything and then so like for like weeks afterwards he like just kept harassing me about it and then finally i told like i told my mom and she was like here's just here's fucking 20 bucks just give it to him (laughs) (laughs) but he's like it was it was it was even worse because he he was like one of those like his like dad was like a not you can't really be a famous golfer unless you're tiger woods but his dad was like a professional golfer who like what he won, you know, he's, he's, if you, he's on, he has a Wikipedia page. So say his name, we'll bleep it <laughs> so out. Like, his he had, like his parents had money, his mom, you know, it's like, it's just, it, should, yeah. it shouldn't have been a, yeah, you didn't get me anything. Yeah. Yeah. So that's crazy. And I'm sorry if you said, how old were you at the time? Did you say fifth grade, fifth grade? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Boo those people. J- Jane, what do you got going on? You're all over the uh, internet. You're posting yeah. things. You're tweeting. I believe you have a little podcast to your own. Yeah, we do. Um, Pacino pod. We are covering every single movie that Al Pacino has been in, in chronological order. I love that. We, the most recent episode we have up right now is the one on Paterno. So a very depressing episode (laughs) to start with. So, (laughs) but, um, does he play Sandusky? No, he plays Paterno. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Well, I'll say I checked out the episode about Gili. I thought it was a fun listen, and I'd never seen Gili, and I want. I, I Gili's want. a horrible fucking film. I, I was not prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you're going in chronological order? You said. Mm-hmm. So you've you've already done Carlito's Way. Yes, which I like. It's a really good, really good film. I like I that one. Love that movie. So it's fun. Top tier, I would say. John Leguizamo's so underrated as an actor. How many movies has he been in? Al Pacino. Since the past? No. <laughs> Al Pacino total. <laughs> oh, it's like 60 something. I don't know the exact okay. number. Okay. But he's still making them. Um the we got we got a couple big ones coming up, the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and the Irish sure. are the next two. So we're 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 close to the finish line of uh not sure what we'll do after, but um Well, he might co- keep pumping them out. You never know. I think so. I mean, we got we still got a whole fucking season of a TV show to watch, so it's yeah, yeah. still going for a while. I am I am curious. Uh, I, I don't want to spoil any of the content that you've created, but what are there some uh, outstanding kind of stinkers in the filmography besides G? Oh, um, yeah. I mean, we've cut co- <laughs> like a lot of the ones recent ones we've covered kind of fall under that. Um, sure. Hangman's pretty fucking bad. Uh, misconduct is bad. Mm. Let's say. Um, I really didn't like this. This is kind of an obscure one from the 90s called Two Bits. I thought that's a pretty weird film. It's directed by the same guy that did Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. But it's like this like it's like a film about, you know, being like a a kid and like the during the Great Depression and loving cinema. But like the tone of it is super dark and weird at the same. It's like trying to go for wholesome and weird. And Al Pacino plays the grandfather, but he's like a fucking pervert and it's like oh no i don't know it's it's a very it's a very there's some weird uh, moments in that film um, kind of like a like bad grandpa <laughs> yeah but it's it's supposed to be like the whole thing is like a like it's shot like a film that you'd like you're like 
teacher would like put on at like if they were like didn't want to teach that day or yeah. something yeah, yeah like it's it's got like that's the tone it's going for but like the actual i don't know it's so it's hard to explain but that movie is bad so <laughs> how far back how far back do i have to go to find out how scent of a woman held up um no that movie's good i like scent of a okay. woman did it actually yeah. it, it held up yeah, pretty well yeah, no i thought it i thought it, I, was, I was i was actually prepared for it to, to not like it but um but I thought it was really good. Directed by the same guy that did Geely. <laughs> sure, uh, makes sense. I remember yeah. it was a it was like one of those uh, movies that was like on the if you had the premium cable package, they played Scent of a Woman like five, you know five times a week. Yeah. I used to watch a lot of it as a young boy. And, uh, very confusing. It's, it's a good. I th- I would call it a film that you could put on for Thanksgiving with your family if you want to. <laughs> wow. Uh, Jane, I have one more question for you. When you were a kid, did you ever accidentally change the channel over to uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Did you ever see it when you were actually like a small kid? When I was a, um, like I don't know, elementary not that, age. Not that I have like any, like, I feel like I started watching it, like, just like, you know, when I was like in around like fifth and sixth grade. That's okay. So, per- so when you first saw it, did you have any idea what was going on? Um, I could, yeah. I mean, I knew like it was like improv. What, what is the this? But what is it? This is he, a fixation with you. They yeah, tell you at the beginning me. of each segment. They what? say this it is doesn't what? make any sense. I Paul texted know. me the other day. He out of nowhere. He said, "There's no way when you were eight years old, you understood what was happening on Who's Line." And I'm I didn't like, see it when I was that age. I just, I just I feel got like it. it's. I got it. Not it clicked. It wouldn't be a hard show to follow they're just doing funny sketches by the like suggested by the audience <laughs> they they scream they at you they like they that but they, they really they, they hold your hand through the whole show they say this is yeah. going to be uh hands through of someone's back this is yeah. what we're gonna <laughs> call it was it the points thing that was throwing you off with like was is this a game show or is it was that, that was i didn't confusing. know what i mean it was every <laughs> aspect of the show I, d- I didn't comprehend any of it no one ever explained to me what improv comedy was and also i'll tell you this on the himbo thing I didn't finish a book until I was about 15 years old. You read all and the since fucking then, time. And, and since then, I've probably only read about 20 more books. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. It's true that I didn't read a, a full librarian. book until I was 15. Really? And I, yeah, yes. I am a librarian. Wow, you're our second librarian. That's so funny. Oh, my God. Now, all right, let's start this whole whoa, whoa, wait, goddamn wait, wait, thing wait. over again. <laughs> Is your library haunted? Thought. First of all, uh, it's too new to be haunted. It was okay. it's a new, newer oh, okay. building. It's only like been around for like ten years. The building itself, so that's fun. Yeah, it's a we nice a, building. We had a guest like two episodes ago who works at a haunted library. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom used to work at a haunted library. And no way! Just, it's right. that building's falling apart. <laughs> and you ah. fell into the family business. Actually, yeah, fun. no, I didn't because I did it first. And then my mom <laughs> looked at oh, that library no after way. I already started working at this one. So if anything, Damn. I am the trendsetter. Yeah, for sure. You always like to see a parent follow in their child's footsteps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, check you out on Twitter and probably Mastodon. At Static Blue Bat, if Twitter still exists, mm-hmm. um, I think it will. But, I think so too. You know. And are yeah. you up on? Is your Mastodon account live? Yeah, that's one fucking thing. I am not going to use Mastodon. <laughs> that is stupid as hell. You so. have to. So <laughs> you don't have a choice. You have to make one. So we were talking about maybe getting on next door, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> Promote your podcast to your neighbors. <laughs>
Hey, we're the house that's always blasting a podcast on a Bluetooth speaker out the window at midnight. <laughs> Check it out. All right. Thank you very much, Jane. All right. Thank you, Jane. Thank you, yeah. thank you Jane. That was the Happy Birthday Podcast. You can find yeah. us every single day of the week as long as yes. uh, we have our stuff uploaded. We don't upload every day, <laughs> but it's just available is what I'm trying to say. Right. You can find us at the following hashtags, hashtags. Jackie. Uh, Robert De Niro, Frankie Muniz. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's been a long day. HBDPOD. Uh, you can find us Follow on, us on Instagram. Yeah. Instagram, Patreon, Twitter. And that's Are all we on HBD something new? POD. Next door? Uh, tick, tick tock. Yeah, we're on next door. And TikTok. I think that we're going to try to get on Truth Social, frankly. Heck yeah. Yeah. See ya. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.